Welcome to Yep Yeah Yes with Marissa and Tamika. I am your co-host on this first day of August, Tamika. Did I already say I was Tamika? Yes. No, I said with Marissa and Tamika, but I didn't say that I was Tamika, correct? Right. The other, okay, the other voice you heard or that you're, you're watching or seeing um, is Marissa. Marissa, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, good. We had a nice uh, meetup yesterday, went to the beach, had lunch outside. I'm not ready to eat inside yet. How about you? No, thank you. It's, uh, I mean, I don't like to eat inside when it's warm like this anyway, so it's like not a big deal. But I also don't want to be on top of people, although I know you like to be on top of people because you like to hear conversations. Which well, is right evident okay. in the fact that, that your daughter was overhearing a conversation, came back to report the information to you. She is so your daughter. I couldn't be prouder. <laughs> so I was like, really? I'm looking at her like... <laughs> but she had the juice, though. She was like... Yeah, she, had the, she had the true details. She had details. This, see, that's the kind of stuff I appreciate in a conversation. Right. Um, oh, I love it. But no, I'm not, you know what I have to say? I'm a hugger. Um, I like to eavesdrop on conversation, so I tend to stand close to people. Um, but I'm not a close talker, but I, and I don't like to be close when we're like in line or something. But this. You're a close talker with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, always yeah. backing up on you, and you're like, what, what, what? I'm like, I know, I know. I don't and, like, I have a space thing. I just. No, I get you. But it's like this whole thing since March. It's like, um, I'm learning to deal with it. If this is, this is my, nor this is now my normal. I'm okay. Okay. Well, that's actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. because, <laughs> because you end up, um. With more peace. Well, and giving attention to people that deserve it. And during this time, the people that are actually checking in on you, you realize, yeah. okay, who's really, you know what I'm saying? And vice versa. You realize who you yeah. want to check in on. Yeah. You know, I've been trying, I've been pretty good about when somebody comes in my mind that I haven't spoken to. Um, granted, I only have a few friends, three friends or so. Um, but I always like, hey, how's it going? You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so today, speaking of Corona and COVID, um, you know, public health has been on the minds of everyone from kids yeah. to adults. Um, so yeah. our topic today is the politicalization of public health. Um, so I, I, I mean, it's not, so, no, it's not so much that we're gonna talk about, you know, our political views, but really I wanted to focus on how amazing it is that, amazing in a bad way, that public health has become like, up the political divide, like what the hell? Yeah. And, and to be honest, when I started thinking about it, I'm like, are we surprised? Because global warming was also the, the political divide. And at the end of the day, it always comes down to money. Money is always gonna be the motivating factor in people's lives and decisions. But the problem that I have is that the, the uh, I don't know. It's like one of those things where you, like, we all know, like, I would like to believe that most people want to be helpful towards their fellow man. Even yeah. rapists and murderers love their mama, you know, or there's, they some have, somebody, I, I feel like, like, you know, you know, some of them, unless their mama did something wrong to them, but there's always somebody in their life that where they're like, yeah, that one I'm not going to touch. Yeah. You know, that one I care about even in the midst of doing something wrong. And so the fact that there's so many people that have made public health, specifically speaking to the coronavirus and COVID-19, specifically speaking to that, that so many people have made it a political divide is very disheartening to me. What say you? So what say you? I love that phrase. What say you? I says, what's, See, the, the thing that makes that, that, that I find that it's like, wow, this is crazy, is that it's so polarizing. There's like, there's very few people in that happy medium that are just like, I think, I think for the most part, I'm, in, I'm somewhere in that happy medium. If, if you don't want to wear a mask while you're out, go for you. But obviously in a store, 
wear it. Um, but if if you do all day while you're driving, <clears throat> go ahead. But it's so polarizing. Everyone has such strong opinions and such strong, um, I don't know, ideology, I'll say. But when it's, it comes to this. it's weird because it's like people feel so strongly about it. Like, yeah. I mean, you look online. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a clip. Um, this is the first time we're doing this, so if it looks crazy to our audience, please, please, please forgive. Um, but I'm gonna play this clip because I I want to get your like. This is what I feel. So many people are are like, and after after I play the clip you know, let's discuss what, what was kind of said. Okay. okay. I'm going to share my screen. Can you see it? I was just at CVS and a man that doesn't even work for CVS wouldn't let me in the door and he threw me out the door. He doesn't even work for CVS. He wasn't wearing one of their shirts. What the fuck? Anderson Cooper paid this man to make me angry. They're not letting me buy things to hydrate myself. I want to buy some tea. Fuck you, America, for making me live like this. What the fuck is wrong with everyone? They said I'm not allowed to buy anything. Fuck. What in the actual hell? <laughs> okay, but but here's my next question though. Where were where was where was this energy when they were defunding education and after school programs and STEM programs and 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 um, college accessibility programs and things like that? Where was all that? Where where, where was this energy when um, the food know industry what the goes towards? Like but, I need but, to know more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So where was this energy when, you know, the right, food right. standards in America, right. the food standards in America have gone down, that, that those families that buy all organic things for their home, it's almost like they're paying an extra $400 a month almost <laughs> just to make sure that their kids have non-GMO organic and everyone can't do that. Right. You know, and I hate when people say, don't tell me it doesn't because go to your local um, farm stand. Not everybody has a local farm stand, FYI, but be that as it may, where was all this energy when that was happening? I, I, I mean, I don't know. And you know, you know what's crazy? Like you bring up <laughs> education. And so we're in the midst of where sports are doing their, their comeback. And the, I don't know if you saw, but like the, the Miami Marlins, 18 of their players have the coronavirus. And that's what sport now? Baseball. Okay. Baseball. The Miami Marlins, obviously in Florida, 18 players have the coronavirus. That's more than half the whole, I shouldn't say played, 18 members of players and coaches have the virus. That's more than half the players. And so now they're in the midst of like, should we shut it down? And my thing is like, oh, so you want to shut that down, but you want to start school. You don't, you don't, you're thinking about maybe we should call off all these sports and stuff, but school, yeah, no problem. The kids get it, but yeah, the, the, the kids don't, the kids are like, they don't, they, they, people keep saying they don't really get it that much. I, I don't know if they don't, if it's that they don't get it or that they don't show the, the same type of symptoms. Right. They can still pass the recover, off. The recovery rate is quicker and I believe they're asymptomatic. But they can still uh, pass it on to their, you know, there's kids that are raised by older people, even if right. they're not, there's, you've, you've seen 40 year olds that have died of, from this disease, you know? And, and so I just feel like this whole thing with, it's like we're drawing lines. Like if you, if, I feel like if you feel one way, then you are automatically, oh, you're a liberal. If you feel another way, then, oh, you're conservative. And it's like, why? Why is that? Why is that even in the conversation? Why? Why did that even? Why is? Why is that? I don't understand. Now, to play devil's advocate, what do you say to the people that say, um, "I'll, I'll I'm going to give an argument on one side." Well, how come? You, how come um, essential workers can be out at work and kids can't be in school? What's the difference? To me, the difference is kids don't have the choice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but some essential workers don't either, to be honest with they you. Have, but they, they have a choice. They do have a choice in the sense that 
the, the choice may have devastating effects, but like for say your kids, you have little kids, say they, I don't want to go to school. Like I, I asked them, y'all ready to go back to school? They're like, no, they don't have a, a saying it. I mean, I was just asking for their opinion, but at the end of the day, that's up to mommy and daddy to decide. Yeah. They don't yeah. get to say, I like it. If they even there's kids that like, you know, I don't I'm not feeling well. Well, go to school anyway. Like they don't really have a say. Oh my gosh, you, know you have I mean? no idea how you have no idea how many kids from their caregivers get sent to school with just before they drop them off, they give them pain reliever fever reducer. They're in the throes of something very sick or like, oh, I threw up this morning and mommy said to see how I feel at school. She had to go to work. And then they're bothered when they get called from work and then they just wait till the end of the day to pick them up anyway. As adults, when we don't feel sick, we don't go in. As yeah. a kid, we, mom, I don't really feel well. Well, yeah. it's like, you'll, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? So that's the difference in my opinion between essential workers, because even you hear about um, really quick, you hear about in the beginning of this whole thing where there were nurses who quit the job because they were like, no, nah, this is not going to work for me. Yeah. I want you, I want people to understand too, though, that so an essential worker as an adult, you have certain layers of, of protection, right? While you have encounters, you might have, I don't know, 200 encounters in a day. That's not touching. That's not shared space. You also have the ability to get up and, and wipe things down, um, clean your hands, face covering, things like that. I just want people to understand that kids is a different beast. Some kids genuinely don't have the ability to communicate without physically being on you. And as much protections as we do, sometimes it doesn't translate in the same. You have to understand that kids by nature communicate with their whole body literally skin touching close talking things like that it's very it's it, it, it's something that you learn and even adults have a hard time communicating in a, in a in a distance way it's a very different beast when it comes to kids not only that you have kids that physically cannot stop touching themselves or um there's like a like a processing thing where sometimes they're touching like eyes nose mouth ears even and they literally cannot help themselves so the challenge with that is now what do you do and this is why i say like you you asked me well, what's what's like the difference and i'm like it's it's a glaring difference even with these athletes they have the option to opt out without any penalty usually if they opt out they get penalized this right. season the all the leagues saying there's no penalty a kid opts out of school it's just, it's not even like, you, you just, you just can't. And so when I think about the public health, I feel like the priority is on the wrong things. We're, we're prioritizing uh, money and- The ability for adults to go back to work. Yeah, but, but yeah, That's really definitely that. But who says that people are going to go back to work? My, my dad, he already been told by his job, they ain't coming back till next year. Oh, but he still gets to work from home though. Right, right. But I know but he see, would... but... Go ahead. No, but like now, now imagine if he's like, and this is something that I see a lot on social media. This isn't, wasn't an encounter for me, but I see it a lot on, for other people. Um, working from home and school at home, they felt that it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't working. They couldn't manage the two at the right. same time. Right. It's not for everybody. Everybody's not built for home home life. Yeah. Um, I saw an article, I believe it was in the New York Times. Um, I wish I would have had it in front of me. I didn't think I was going to bring it up, but it was uh, like two weeks ago. And the, the gentleman was talking about working from home and how stressful it is. He's like, you know, and he lived in the city or worked in a city. And he was like, you know, I used to be able <laughs> to go to Starbucks, get my coffee. No problem. He's like, now I got to like push my kid out the way to get my coffee. I'm like, this kid's in the way. Like, really? Listen. And in their second, he's talking about in their second home because they had to get out of the city to move, go to the suburbs, live in their second home. I'm like, okay, that whole argument is almost like moot because you're in your second home and you're bothered that you don't get to walk to Starbucks. You have to like walk in front right. of your kid. Like, come on now. Right. There's like, there's people dying here, Kim. Um, 
I just see the, the, the thing with me is because I do work in education. When my kids were home, I was home and um, it wasn't. Well, you, got, well, you, were, you Not that you were home, but you both got home at the same time around. You mean? No, I mean during this home, work oh, okay, home okay. school, home, homeschooling right. scenario. It wasn't much of a challenge for us because of my scenario, but I do understand that I'm just built differently and my, my surroundings are built differently where um, I was able to be there with circumstances because you're not built differently. My circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, my circumstances are built differently because um, you are different. You're like, I'm putting built in there somehow. <laughs> I know. My my brain is like building something. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't a challenge for us, but I saw, I saw how it could be a challenge for other people. Right. You know, um, kids need help. They need help. The reason that they're in school is because they're learning. And, and think about that as an adult, when you have a challenge, you know, and it's something new to you, you need to communicate sometimes even just talking out loud. So, you know, while you're trying to work and they're trying to do school, it's, 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 it's a big beast. And, you know, everyone did their best. Um, I would honestly, I would say the adults did their worst because <laughs> they weren't, they weren't as adaptable as some of these kids and some of these other people that are out there trying to do their best. I, at, at the end of the day, we, we, we go as our country and our leaders dictate us to go. You know, we, and that has been from, from beginning. Your kids go as you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We as adults, we elect leaders to go the way that yeah. we think we should go. And we expect, you know, we expect to get some direction. Like, okay, like, like we don't, like, we can't all be researching what's going on in, in Europe and China and Canada. And so we expect our leaders to be advocates for us and to show us. And so on that note, I want to also put up this other clip of, um, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm clipping it today, homie. I love I, it. I'm clipping it. So I, I you know, like I said, it's the politica politicalization of, of um, public health. And so I think it's important to point out how we do have leaders who, you know, even when they contract the COVID, you think, okay, oh, well, now he understands, or she understands. I gotta no, see this. Not so much. So I'm gonna play this clip from Representative Louis Gomer. I think that's Gobert, Gomer, Gomer. So I don't, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, he contracted the coronavirus after just like being everywhere. People telling him wear a mask. He's like, I ain't wearing a mask. And then he'd wear a mask with his nose sticking out. So he, he contracts it and then he does an interview. And I want to show you what he said. Let me uh, pull this up. There are an awful lot of people that think it's the great thing to do all the time. But I can't help but think that if I haven't been wearing a mask so much in the last 10 days or so, uh, I really wonder if I would have gotten it, but I know, you know, moving the mask around, getting just right, I'm bound to put some some uh, virus on the mask that I sucked in. That's most likely what happened. So, yeah. Like, you ever just want to That's fight one of our leaders. Making the policy, he's voting on policy. The mask gave may have given him COVID. The mask, adjusting his mask, gave him the virus. What are your thoughts um, on that? Not that I mean, um, you have to necessarily speak on him, but on so. But here, so here's the thing: Is it fair to say that what he's saying could be true? Yes, because he could have touched something that had a live virus on it as he touched his face. And so is it fair to say what he's saying is true? Yeah. But is it fair to also say that it is my personal opinion that he sounds like a lunatic? Also, yeah. Both are personal. Both can be personal opinions. <laughs> I just, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I, I aspire, I aspire 
this is this is my genuine genuine aspiration. I aspire to be an eloquent speaker, motivating, um, touching on points, following you know ideas instead of going like in all these different tangents. That this is my aspiration. I want to 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 eloquently express myself. And then when you see people like that, and you're like, I'm a little more closer to that than not. Right. But my thing is, he's, he's, he's an elected official. He's been elected eight times. That's another thing on both sides. Like, there needs to be term limits. But that's a, that's a thing for another day. So all I'm hearing is that I have an opportunity to be an elected official, even speaking in tangents the way I do. Kanye is about to get votes. You could be president. I just, all I hear is opportunity, is what I'm saying. It's knocking. It's knocking. <laughs> so I want to bring up one other politician. Um, so this is, this, this speaks to what I was saying with like elected officials not really, you know, they're not helping, they're not helping. I shouldn't say all of them. There are some that are, have been, you know, quite helpful. But there are also some elected officials who, are not helping the, like just wear a mask why is there such animosity towards wearing a mask it's not like we're asking people to but like taking away my freedom and these same people will get mad if somebody goes in a store without a shirt you know what i'm saying you're, you're taking away my freedom by asking me to do that so i have this um reference congressman congresswoman uh candace keller from ohio um, she was, she was protesting, not protesting. She was speaking out against having to wear a mask, mask at Gettysburg. Okay. Oh, um, I can't wait to see this. Let's go. She, I'm she, ready. I'm loving these clips she, today. I only, I only, I only took a few, few seconds of it. You know, it's, a, it's pretty long, but yeah. this is, uh, this is her explanation as to why she feels that, you know, the mask around. Here we go. We are losing our rights in this country. And until you stand up to those that would diminish your freedoms and your liberty, it's going to continue to happen. I encourage you to continue to speak out, to push against the madness. We will not wear face masks when we are not sick. I will not wear anything do anything, say anything, eat anything, go anywhere, be anywhere that the government forbids me to go because they have no right. Can I just start out with my opinion? I like, I'm ready to fight people. So she's wearing the American flag, which is actually against um, um, uh, articles of, of, of yeah, protocol. Yeah, this last year. I think last year or the year before. So she's wearing an American flag, and I don't know if the video is is turned or not, but it's also backwards. So um, she's erroneously wearing an American flag. So that's number one. So she clearly doesn't care about our government because she's also saying that she's going to go against our government because they don't have the rights to do that. Um, okay. So where's she gonna go then? So is she going to defect to another country? I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't, these people are making, they're, they're voting, homie. And if, I'm not, I don't you know. Listen, like I said before, if you, if you choose not to wear a mask, that's fine. But while you're inside an establishment or, you know, in one of these parks, I do yeah. think, listen, let's just get this done with. Let's get it out. Um, just wear it and keep going and then take it off when you leave. I don't, I don't, um, I, I don't, I don't see an issue, but then now what about, like you said, you brought up this point before. So are nudists going to start, um, suing our government because, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm connecting the dots. Are nudists going to start suing our government because they have to wear clothes? Probably. 
So you no shirt, no shoes, no service. So I love this being is not even a, It's just not a, a lifetime thing. It's like, just bear with us while we get a hold of this thing. Yeah, and it's so, and that's the thing. This thing is so, so erratic. You can't pinpoint certain things because it, it affects everyone so differently. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, I'm going to play one last clip in a minute, but I want to talk about our thoughts. Um, so there's a lot of debate about churches and protesters not socially distancing themselves when they're participating in services or, or rallies and things of that nature. Um, whereas, you know, we, we tell people that they should in restaurants and bars and malls and things like that. What is your thoughts on that? Again, I'm somewhere in the middle. It's kind of twofold. So if you're protesting and well, the church that I go to, they, they, you have to social distance, unless you're in the same household, you have to. Um, so I haven't personally encountered that, but if it's your personal choice to not social distance, then that's your personal choice. I, I don't feel like I have the right to, to take that away or to enforce that on anyone. <laughs> An establishment though, if that's what they require, then I'm all about it. Um, it is my personal choice to adhere to that, but you can't, you can't be, um, ah, what's the word? You can't be schizophrenic almost in saying like the government mandates for these businesses to stay open, that they have to adhere to social distancing. But then you can't, on the other hand, say um, ordinances where, you know, you can't have more than 20 people in your home um, for a function, but you can have a protest of 100 people. Listen, you can, you can, you can peacefully protest or not peacefully protest all you want. That's your right to do that, if you're not gonna social distance and you don't want to, I think it's your right as well. Unless they I, make I, it a law, unless they make it a law and that law is enforced across the board. Correct, and then that, that, that's where, that's kind of the point that I'm trying to get at. If you can't be schizophrenic, you can't say on one end, no, 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 and then make it okay on another end. It's that, that doesn't, that's not gonna work. It's, it's weird because I see, I see like, like, oh, I'm all for protesting and protesters, especially you see what came out of Portland um, mm -hmm. a little bit last week. But at the same time, um, it's, it's like when you hear some of the protesters, you're like, we're fighting for our life. Our rights are our life. The rights of, of black and brown people, if not now, when? And so you can't really be like, it's like, damn, I can't. You can't hate, but it's like, just please wear a mask. You're going to be yeah. out there. And for the most part, that's what you see. You see people with masks, yeah. especially when it was <laughs> in places where it was kind of like the norm, like New York. When you see them in New York City, it's like majority of them are wearing masks. Um, yeah. But then there's other places and you're like, I don't understand. Like, just, just put a mask on. It's, you know, you may, you can cut it by so much. And the funny thing is, is that during those those first few weeks was like six weeks of consistent protests. I mean, they're still protesting now, but when it was like every single city, farm town, like everyone was protesting, you didn't hear about any new cases coming out of that. The new cases seemed to be coming out of pool parties. You know what I mean? Like, like just... You have to remember, there's a lot of fluid transfer, transfer when, when all that happens. You know, that... that whether you have a saltwater pool or, or, or a chlorine pool, you have that whole, like, remember when you were little and you like wipe your nose like that and just- But that's what I mean, but, they, but, but it's like, I, you, I don't it's know. Such, it's such a, that, that's the whole thing. It's such a crazy, this is a very crazy time. And then we have people like coming at Fauci, who is the number one scientist for infectious diseases in our country. And, you know, he just testified on the Hill and he went back and forth with uh, Representative Jordan. And I have a clip of that. Mm. <laughs> I got the clips today. You don't even know. I love it. But he, so they went back and forth about specifically this, the protesting and the groups and things like that. So I just want to play just a snippet of um, right before it ended. 
I would. I just want an answer to the question. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything. I can tell you that crowds are known, particularly when you don't have a mask, to increase the acquisition and transmission. <laughs> no matter so what. So you don't have a position is. on whether the protests increase the spread of the virus or don't increase the spread of the virus. I'm saying that crowds, wherever the crowds are, can give you an increase probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission but do you understand americans concern protesting according particularly according to democrats is just fine but you can't go to work you can't go to school you can't go to church there's limits placed on all three of those fundamental activities the first amendment activities but protesting is just fine you know I'm, I'm, uh... yeah enough and so we, this goes back to what I first started with, the, the politicalization of public health. Why is he in the hot seat? He doesn't, he doesn't um, create legislation, though. Right. And people are, I was watching The View the other day, and Megan was talking about, you know, she's basically on the side of many people who were like, Fauci can't be trusted because in the beginning, remember how everybody, a lot of doctors were like, you don't really need a mask? Which pissed me off too, because I'm like, damn. Can I can I interject one second? So I was talking to a Lieutenant Colonel Awesome about this because he does have um, a chemical, uh, biochemical engineering degree. I forget what he has. He's got some shit. He's got a few things. And I was like, so tell me, what's your position on the mask? Like, could because the microns of of the virus, as people are calling it, the microns are a lot smaller than like what an N95. And he was what he was saying was, you're not, um, you're not stopping the transfer of of um, particles when it comes to like um, virus particles. What you're stopping is the transfer of saliva, which is attaching to these particles. So while you're talking and sneezing and breathing and doing all that, that's what you're stopping. So even if you have a very thin layer, um, you're still going to stop a transfer of something. So um, if you don't want to wear a mask, lick the floor. If you want to wear a mask, then you're most likely not to be as sick. And people are spitters. I spit. I, I like sometimes I'm like talking and it's like I don't you know you just how many times how many times in our life have we have we spoken to someone and they spit and it lands right on your lip isn't it, that like the it's happened it's like and we've had conversations just me and you and it's like oh sorry it's like you know and you <laughs> told me plenty of times swallow because I'm like so hyped up I'm like you know <laughs> but and so I understand back to what I was saying with Megan is like I understand what she's saying in the terms of like he's, he said one thing in the beginning. And I do believe that a lot of what was said was to save, was in order to save those masks for our healthcare workers, fine. You know, they're never gonna admit that. But at the same time, okay, medicine is fluid. We don't, we don't, we didn't know as much as we know about the virus. We didn't know as much in, in March and February as we do today in July, in August, man, August. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, so it's just, it's annoying. So people, so did you know, um, one of the earlier, um, ways to test if you had diabetes, which they didn't call it that. I think they called it like sugar, something like that would to taste your pee. Really? Right. Yeah. So if we're not giving allowances to evolve when it comes to learning more about um, <clears throat> you know, medicine and how things transfer and how it affects the body, if we don't allow for that, we're gonna still be in an office having somebody dip their finger in, some, in our pee and taste it. Um, well, you gotta well, let people and, evolve. And one of the things he's been saying now, now people are mad at this, is that he's like, you know, <clears throat> it wouldn't hurt to have goggles on her glasses during the day. And people are oh, now you're changing things. It's like, no, you, people are realizing that it's more contagious than they initially thought. And I, I, I mean, am I gonna run out and get goggles? No, but I understand where he's coming from. Do you know what I'm saying? Do, do, I mean, you, you, have, you have to give allowances 
for people to evolve on what they say. Right. Once you know more about something, you right. can't, you can't, you know, thumb someone down once they say something and then they learn more. And we're not Listen. politicians, which is, I mean, this is common sense to me, in my opinion, you know, it's just like, you just, but that's not very common these days, which I'm realizing is like being an adult right now sucks because you're realizing right? you're not only are you realizing stuff about people and how they really feel you're realizing it about the people closest to you and it's like that's almost the most heartbreaking part is that when you um when you realize how how <clears throat> i don't want to say negative um but how 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 much somebody wants to call you stupid and a sheep i we got to think of another animal because i love sheep you keep um, bringing it up. I know. Like, just say, weak. yeah, I'm weak willed because I'm okay with wearing a mask. It's crazy because I, I have, it's one of those things where, you know, when you're a kid and you see your parent one way and then there's something that happens in your life and you're like, now you're an adult. Yeah. yeah. That never ends. Yeah. It's just different. No. Like, having this podcast with you the person that <laughs> i knew you to be as we have the podcast i'm realizing not only was my view of you what like i had this one view of you but it's so much more than that you know what i mean it's no you need to explain yourself no like you have you have ideas that are are not actually aligned with mine like i can't sit in this bubble like yeah, we think alike, we talk alike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have your own opinions and your own ideas. You have your own life experiences that shape those ideas and those values and those opinions. You know what I mean? And that's important. That's an, and that's also growth. And it's like, that's one of the things about being an adult. And when I go back to even with Fauci, it's like, yeah, when it comes to science, it's constantly evolving and so are people. And yeah. so with, when I speak about you, it's like the Marissa that I met in 98 is not the same Marissa that I know in 2020. It can't be. Right. It can't be. And if it is, then I got a problem. And there's something that come enough. out stronger. You know, it's like when somebody wins the lotto, it's like, I was like, I'm the same person. It's like, no, money enhances things about you. Certain things. Yeah. It's like, wow, I didn't realize you were like that. And then you start to think about it, you're like... Well, but they were yeah, though. Yeah, we did yeah. have conversations. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's um it's important for people to to look at this whole thing with with uh, the coronavirus and COVID and everything and <clears throat> really take take cues from the scientists and not politicians. Because politicians if, if the Pope can be fallible. Everybody is though. Right. Everybody is. Exactly. Um I think about though, I will say when it comes to politics, I, I, I have never felt more confused and more dumb in my whole life than I have right now. I always felt like there's a lot of things on either side that like kind of you agree with and don't agree with. Right. Right. But this election cycle, I'm more like, so do I go for this lunatic or that lunatic and which one? And now am I a lunatic? Yes. There's no, there's no decision, but that's a whole nother topic. If you have to sit here, this is what I'm talking about. This is not the, the same risk that I knew from 98 to 2020. Cause if you have to decide between a racist and the other guy, let's just say, let's just switch the subject. Let's switch to the, yep, that's trending. Or do you want to finish what, what you have to say? No, because you're not listening. I'm listening. I'm just saying. Like, it's not about. It's not just about like. Um, but th that's the thing. So I can't. I can't align with there because listen, you're not going to agree with everyone on everything, right? So there's certain things that you you um. What's the wording I'm looking for? There's certain things when it comes to elections. There's certain things that you're okay. So there's there's ideology that they're talking about that you align with, and you really want to see growth in this area. So when it comes to this election cycle, when I say, do I want to go for this lunatic or that lunatic? It's, it's bigger than just race relations in America. Um, I think race relations in, race relations in America. Your opinion. 
definitely. In, in your opinion is, right? Go ahead. What do you mean? In your opinion. Race, about race relations in America? Right. right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Race relations, it's my opinion. Um, race relations in America ha are, 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 are on the cusp of another um, revolution because we have defined and we're, we're continuing to define um, how we're going to categorize ourselves. And that spectrum, I think, has evolved. Um, we're no longer allowing certain things to be pigeonholed. Um, we want to expand on, on certain definitions. And um, it's not always at the forefront of um, policy. Um, and I, I'm glad that right now it kind of is. Um, I just think that the people that are deciding what this policy should be and how it's defined are not the right people. And I believe that's on both sides. They're not the right people to define what that policy is. And I think that we need to have, um, and it's not an age thing. It's, I think we need to have people that have expanded on what they look at because the way I see it is that it's a white guy married to a white woman or multiple white women with white children and white friends who, not, not racist because they have black friends. And that's how I feel like it's explained to the general public in America. And I need more diversity on every hill in order to expand definitions when it comes to race relations and where we evolve in America. I think that with me, even though we didn't really intend to get into this, I just have to state my point. Um, when I'm looking at, like, obviously, it comes down to different things when it's like local government. When I'm thinking about presidential, if you're against me, I'm not for you. Like, you, if you're gonna, I'm a disabled American. You made fun of disabled people. I'm a black woman. You make fun of black people. I have pre existing conditions. You want to get rid of uh, Affordable Care Act. That alone. And then now we're going to go into my allies, the people that I want to be allies for, the Hispanic community. I got family, even if I didn't have fam, family members who were Hispanic, Latinx, I learned with the X meant yesterday, thank you. Um, <laughs> even if I didn't have Latinx members of my community, I got to be an ally for them. Even, I, like, I'm not gay, but I need to be allies for gay people. And so if you're against all of that, how can I be for you? You're, you, I, I just, and, and I'm not even saying that the other guy is even that great, but I know the other guy is gonna put people in powerful positions that look like you and that look like me. Well, the other guy is not. The other guy is gonna put one person that separated children at birth, conjoined twins as Head, head of HUD. What the hell does that have to do? Like, anyway. So when, like I said, when but I'm- this is, But this is exactly what I'm talking about. You gave a perfect example. You're, we're, we're putting people, <laughs> we're, we're putting people in positions that don't necessarily have the, have the tools to define the tra trajectory I'm hoping that America can go in. And when I say, do I vote That's for this? That's not what I said. But that's not what I said. I said I would prefer, even if the other guy, I may not agree with everything, I know that he's going to put people in powerful positions that look like me and you, whereas the other guy is not. And I know that other guy is not going to make, make statements about my race and my people, not going to make statements about disabled people, not going to make statements about Hispanic and and. Latinx people, Latinx is like on my mind all of a sudden. <laughs> and so those to me, those are important things to me. Obviously it comes down to even more, more stuff, but on the bubbling surface, I got to hear that shit every day in a press conference. No, I was, I was talking about piggybacking on your comment with um, the, our head of HUD, how um, oh, okay, okay. the surgeon and he's the head of HUD. Why is that's he what I'm saying. That, that, is, that is exactly, I, what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand okay. that. And, and this, is, this is what I'm saying. I feel like on both sides, we're putting a, a brilliant surgeon as the head of HUD. But it's not both sides. You keep saying both sides. What, what is on the other side? 
you keep saying both sides and I'm like, it's not both sides. The other I just, side I, I feel like it's like I said, it's my opinion. I just feel like the representation on both sides is not exactly the trajectory I'm hoping for America to go in. Right. No, I, I agree. I agree with you and, and we have a lot of growth, but I can't do the whole both sides thing when I know like, like, I know, like, if this guy, I don't know, I just, I can't, it's very painful to hear somebody, like, berate, berate people that look like me, people that have oh, abilities, like, yeah. it's not yeah. the same, it's not, it's not the same, I just, it's not a both sides situation, yeah, you, you can say both sides may have political agendas that are different and may not align with everything that you want them to align to align with but it but when it comes down to the basic humanity that that i require of a person there is no both sides i don't know and herman not herman well herman came god bless the dead with his corona ass well, you know i mean damn bro i'm I, but that's not who i was talking about it was um what's his name what's the hood guy <sighs> God, I can't remember his name. Uh, I have to Google it because now I'm, I'm... Yeah. But, like, I don't... You would even think that he'd be standing next to the president when the president made those comments about suburbs. Sub, the suburbs. They're not bringing, basically, the quote-unquote hood to your suburbs. Dr. You know, ben Carson. Yeah. Like, he's talking about public housing, but the head of HUD isn't there. Because it's a, it's a it's a fake title. It's not real. It's like whatever. But he's still we, getting and but he, and this the, I I just and this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like the representation doesn't follow the trajectory of what I'm hoping that we go in. Well, what's the representation that just just so we can clear this up? Because I know you've said both sides on both uh, numerous times. What's the representation that you are are not feeling? I mean, just one thing. You don't have to go into detail on the other side to make it seem like it's both sides. Here's the thing, though. I try my best here to not give my political opinion. So but when I'm saying both, both sides, sides yeah. no, but when I'm saying both sides, it, I'm trying to just make a blanket statement. I don't want to give my political opinions because okay. I want to be able to yeah, we'll move on because I don't want it to be. I like I don't want to put you in that awkward position because I know that's also how you feel, and I don't want to put you make you feel like you know you have to get into this political discussion because that's not really what this was about. Mm -hmm. I really don't want to put you in that position. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but speaking of politics, <laughs> let's go on to yep yeah that's trend yep no yep that's trending. <laughs> yep. Uh, Epstein's web of lives. So. We all know that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. You saw the documentary or did you only see parts of it? I only saw uh, parts of it. I, I couldn't finish. I, it, it's, very, it's, it's a very hard thing. It's, it's definitely- Were you hard. able to finish it? Yeah, I watched, I watched all of it. And I, I don't know if it's like one of those things where I've been through sexual abuse where it's like, it's, you know how like you can be a glutton, like a glutton for punishment? You're just like- Yeah. Or, and, and can also, feel like, <laughs> like I, in a lot of ways, I've had this conversation with other friends where what happened to me feels like only happened to me in life. Even though I know other people have experienced similar things, it uh -huh. feels like my own thing. I can't, like I've heard other people's stories and I can't relate. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's interesting. It just feels, it's like my own. Even, even with empathy? Or you're no, just I can, like, no, I, I, I'm, I have, I'm empathetic towards other people. But to the related. Their stories, their stories to me, they don't touch home for the most part. I mean, they might like little things here and there, but I've never heard a story that felt like it paralleled mine. I'm sure there are thousands of stories out there. And so when I see this documentary or when I watch the R. Kelly documentary or you hear about Harvey Weinstein, um, yeah, they were young people or, you know, 
what have you. But I was like, this, this shit happened to me at five. Like, I can't relate. And it's so, such a different, I was a traffic. And so when I'm watching the, the Epstein thing and I'm like, this mofo, wow, money can really get you a lot of things. I mean, he's got the, the Prince, uh, Prince Andrew, like going to his island. I mean, Naomi Campbell, Bill Allegedly. Clinton. Allegedly. There's pictures. There's no alleged. There's pictures in this flight record. Now, 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 do, do, has this changed your um, opinion, view, respect maybe for the people that, that you've seen on these logs? In a way it has, because, you know, my thing is like, no matter how much a young girl can dress up and try to be grown. You look at like, why is she trying to be grown? A 14 yeah. year old is still a 14 year old. Even mm -hmm. if she's trying to, you, you look at her and be like, you think, okay, even if she's trying to pass for 18, she's still 18 and this guy's 70. <laughs> That's very disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So all these people at his island, his private island in the Bahamas, and was it the Bahamas? No, Virgin Islands, US Virgin yeah. Islands. Um, all these people there, multiple trips, um, it's just very, it's very disheartening. And I'm like, the one of the, when the documentary, the, the main, the main woman, um, Victoria Jufray, uh, she, she's like one of the ones that came out and I can't remember the lawyer, the lawyer, his lawyer, um, he was also OJ's lawyer. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Can you look it up? Just kind of look it up. I'll, I'll, um, just put Epstein lawyer. Can't remember his name, but Alan Dershowitz, that's what it is. Alan Dershowitz. Um, Alan Dershowitz said, yeah, he flew to the island, but he brought his wife and his his daughter. And, he, you know, the girl was like, no, he was there. And Bill Clinton was there. Bill Clinton had like four villas. <coughs> and they were like, well, was Bill Clinton with any girls? He's like, She's like, no, he, was, he wasn't around any girls or anything. It was like, she, saw, she said he was just like relaxing. It felt like business for him. I was like, okay, well, I mean, but the fact that he was there, like, I'm not, I'm you feel I'm like not, guilt by association. That's what I feel because I'm, that's what, that goes to what I was saying about, even if it was 14, like the girls look like they were 18. It's like, you're on, you don't think to yourself, like I'm on this Island and all these little girls are here. Where are their parents? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is like, there's like no, I'm looking at Naomi, Cam Naomi Campbell. I'm like, like, you obviously know he's not an agent. He's not a model agent. So why are all these little girls here? And if anybody can tell the difference between a little girl and a woman, she's going to be able to tell. She's been a model dressing up her whole life. But it's just the whole thing. And then the... Gillen, I think her name is Gillen Maxwell. Yeah. Like, you think she's gonna, like, what do you think about her? You think she's gonna get out or? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yep. I think, um, I think, um, the, the arrogance of her not to leave the country. But do you not understand that some people genuinely feel like I'm untouchable? That yeah. untouchable sort of R. thing? Kelly. And, and then on top of that, she knows that, um, as they say, you know, like Epstein committed suicide, supposedly, um, that's not going to happen to her because there's too much like at stake, so to speak. And the thing is, I feel like you're not embroiled in all that without having a bunch of favors and she's got enough favors yeah, no. that she can pull. But, but, she get out. but Jeffrey could have got out. I think he could have, he probably was going to get out eventually. The only thing I can say is that New York don't play. That's the one thing about New York. New York is about like you you going to jail. Like there's just it's, it's, New York. We've seen people that just like go to jail for bullshit in New York. But so, they look a certain way. She has the archetype of the person that will walk away. Not yeah, only will she walk she away, didn't even get bail. She offered five hundred million dollars. 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine having $500 million to offer? And you knew she was going to leave the country. Five million cash. And they were like, no. I wonder, I, I wonder, I wonder. So what is going to come out from all of this? Like, who she, who is she going to like either like, oh, you didn't pick up my phone call? Listen, go to page 34, section two. This is that. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be. You know that and good popcorn t- you have who- at your house? What? That good ass popcorn you have at your house? Yeah. This I mean, you're going to be laughing about it, but I'm saying. This is like- going to be much CTV. And I want to know who's going to take the credit for all of it. What do you mean? Because you know, because um, you know how there's always like people in political positions that take credit for shit they had nothing to do with? Cuomo. He's the governor. <laughs> He's the governor of New York, and she's in a New York jail. Who do you think is going to take credit for it? <sighs> and then he's going to run for president in four years. And that's going to be his platform. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. He's just got to get him. He got to get what you call to marry him, even though they broke up. Who? And what's her name? Sarah. The Lee? cook lady. Not- Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee's the Kate. What's the no the cook the Sandra Lee? It's Sandra, Sandra Lee. Lee. Sandra Lee. I know it's a Lee. Yeah, yeah. You think they still they, they still have a relationship? Like they're still like best friends. Wow. You're gonna find him. What is the phrase? You find you a good wife, happy wife, happy life. I hope he marries a Puerto Rican. He ain't marrying a Puerto Rican. And Puerto Rican first lady. No. And I hope she brings the gap, bridges the gap for all my Hispanic people. From so they finally East Chester in the Bronx. <laughs> Wherever he finds her, I hope he finds her, and I hope she bridges the gap for all my Spanish people he, so they can love themselves. He's not gonna marry a Puerto Rican. He already has a type. Listen, Puerto Ricans can look that way too. But they don't act I don't care how blonde their hair is, they still Puerto Rican down in the blood. Which is what he needs. He needs spice. He needs he needs somebody who's gonna yell at him but still make him a plate of dinner. This is you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is going to a place you don't want us to talk about. So let's just move on. (laughs) Okay. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start something new that I just thought of this minute. Oh Lord. Um, Every week we're we're both going to recommend something to listen to okay music so i'm gonna reach back here i have no idea what i'm touching tell me which way to go i want you to go up uh over one this way or this way yeah the other way wait right there right go back more one more one more one more one more that one that one oh shoot you won't believe what I what you picked. I like. Tr- I have no idea what's over here. <laughs> so I want everybody to put. <laughs> I want everybody to put their their. Well, most people don't have CDs anymore, but go stream on Tidal or Apple Music, whatever whatever place you have, wherever you get your podcast. Also stream the CD. My favorite artist of all time. Oh, love and life. Love and life. Miss Mary J. Blige. And it's a single. Single. You don't even have to do the whole thing. The EPK. Be prepared next week, homie. Be prepared. I mean, same. Pick. You don't have to do like like me. Or I can just pick a CD every week. You tell me where to go. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Speaking of Miss Mary J. Blige, The Umbrella Academy came out on Netflix season two. Season. I haven't seen the first season. Oh. Check it out. So. She's not in well, the second are, season. Are we going to do this thing? I asked you to do it last year and you didn't do it. I'm asking you to do it this year because we're in the midst of quarantining somewhat. Big Brother comes back for their 20th season starting Wednesday. Okay. Can you watch? I can watch. Starts Wednesday at 9 p.m. Okay, I'll put it on the DVR. Your kids asleep. It's good. 
put it on DVR, you got until Saturday. And it's all-star. So it's all the, all the best players from the last 20 seasons. Okay. All right. Anyway, where can I catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram and Twitter. The Yep, yeah, yes podcast on Facebook. Um, uh, YouTube, the Yep, yeah, yes uh, show. And then we have the Yep, yeah, yes clips on YouTube. And the full, yeah, the full show, you said that. Yeah. And then um, anything, anywhere you stream, any streaming device you have that allows for podcasts, all you have to do is device. Please play the Yep, yeah, yes podcast. Holler. Good talk. Holler. Good talk. See you next week. Love you. Bye now. Bye now. Oh, what? Rabbit. 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 It's eight o'clock. I mean, it's August. Why did I say eight (laughs) o'clock? Because the eight is the, no, it's not the eighth month. Oh yeah, it is the eighth month. It is the eighth month. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go get a drink. There you go. All right, y'all. Bye now.